the Mel Gedroyd podcast. It's Mel G and this week on My Little Podcast we shall be talking about the voice of youth, the voice of truth. It's our very own fashionista jury. We're going to be talking about swimmer lap day, also about sleeping in this heat. If you like that then have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There'll be chats and great songs thrown in for good measure. Oh dear, sorry, having a bit of a howl. <laughs> there he is. There is the mighty Bush. Hey, how you doing? Listen, I've had a slight crisis this week. Mm-hmm. Temperatures are soaring. Yep. The streets are melting. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? It's roasting. Listen, it made me think, our fashion sense combined, mm. it's not yeah. brilliant, is it? Let's be honest, let's be honest. Yeah, I'd say we're middling in terms of fashion. We're not on the cutting edge, but we're not too bad. I've been wearing sliders and a navy sack all week, <laughs> Bush. The sack is the only thing I have without sleeves. Yeah. That's what I've been wearing all I think it's a good look. It's a really good look. So I decided I thought we needed a bit of help, yeah? Okay. I thought we should get some, the voice of youth into the studio to help us out with our height of summer wardrobe crises. In terms of what to wear. Exactly. Okay. Or we put in front of the fashion jury, which I have before you three people. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Amelia. I'm Vita. I'm Elia. They're 39 years old combined. Bless them. I thought... <laughs> I'm older than all three of them put together. It makes I'm, me feel great. I'm twice as old. <laughs> um, I thought they could help us. If we run by them the sort of things that we're going to be wearing in the summer or possibly thinking of wearing, yeah. they can give us their fashionista views. Should we do that? Yeah. Stuff we've got in our wardrobe, yay or nay, mm-hmm. and stuff we should be buying for the height of summer. I'm going to start off, girls. Thank you very, very much for joining us, by the way. it's lo- We've never had a fashionista jury on the show before, have never, we? This is, a, this is a first. It could be a new feature. It's great. Yes. Right, so, girls... Navy sack with white uh, stripes going down it, worn with a pair of sliders. What are you saying, girls? I'm going to say nay. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, it's just... Um, I'm going to go for a no as well. I'm sorry. Like, personally, although I like some Adidas clothing and sliders, um, I prefer vintage, vintage clothing. Okay, the sliders aren't vintage and the navy sack... Well, the navy sack's about three years old. Does that count as vintage, girls? Um, that's a tricky one. I just, they're not seeming a very pretty sight in my head at the moment. Oh, so harsh. Harsh, but it's the voice of youth and it's the voice of truth. Okay, I've been put through the mill. Uh, Bush, what what have you been sporting this week? Well, I'm quite partial to wearing uh, kind of old-fashioned khaki shorts and flip-flops around town. Is it flip-flops and shorts? Is that okay, girls? Um, personally, I think flip-flop and shorts are in at the moment, so there's no problem with that. Thank you. Um, shorts you can't go really wrong with, just uh-huh. hopefully no pattern. Hang on, <laughs> no sorry. <laughs> sorry, what length of short are we talking? Are these very, very short, slightly sinister shorts, or are they long? These were, they're quite short. They're quite short shorts. Oh, I mm. don't know, girls. Short shorts? Not, not granddad washing oh. the car short shorts, but oh. just kind of short, pretty short. Fashion jury. You don't want to go for the small Brandy Melville kind of look shorts. I don't even know what you're saying. What is Brandy Melville? Is that an alcoholic drink? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's a fashion clothing uh, shop. Okay, what about three-quarter length trousers? They're not short, but they ain't trousers. They're somewhere in the middle. What about those? No, I'm not a fan. fan. Maybe There's a time and a place. They're either trousers or they're shorts, you know. Make your mind up. Is that what you say? Make your mind up. Well, harsh, fair. 
It's the voice of youth. It's the voice of truth. More. <laughs> this is becoming a feature as we speak. The voice of youth. <laughs> voice of youth. The voice, voice of, of truth. truth. Right, we've still got the fashion jury with us, combined age of 39. The voice of youth. The voice of truth. truth. Uh, so, fashion jury, uh, you've been fairly critical of my navy sack and sliders combo. <sighs> you've been a little bit kinder with Bush's khaki shorts and flip-flop combo. Yep. Tell us, it's summer 2017... What should we be wearing? So I think shoulderless shoulderless tops and kind of flowy dresses are really in fashion. Please tell me you're talking about Mel here and not me. Um, I don't think I could carry that off. <laughs> White as an overall colour is just great. You know, it's good for summer. You know, you, it, black absorbs heat. Thank you, Dr Sheldon. Uh, so, you know, sorry, my chemistry teacher, he's always going on about that. But white, good colour, keeps you fresh. You know, just would Doctor Sh- Sheldon approve of white clothes? <laughs> would he? I think he would. I think he he'd wears, be happy. He wears a white lab coat himself. Because listen, you three, right? I I came in uh, to this radio station a few weeks ago uh, with a salmon T-shirt on like this. Oh, you see, they hear that collective Cringe. noise. What is going on? What is wrong with salmon? Producer Louise came up to me and said, "What the hell is that? <laughs> what is wrong with a salmon shirt?" Nothing in salmon is good. Really? No, nothing. Mm. Girls, no, I'm I'm not a salmon lover at all. Wow. I like oh. the food. I like the food. The yeah, fish just, is sublime. Just, yeah, just the <laughs> on a t-shirt though. Oh, like I said, wow. a time and a place. You lot are brutal, absolutely brutal. Any more tips for fashion summer 2017? What um, should we be wearing? I, think, I would think go for something thin, flowy, something light. You want to avoid dark colors for sure. And also, <laughs> M&S is a great one. You know, it's cheap. You can just go there whenever and. Buy something. So yes. I go into MS uh, girls and ask for something that's thin and quite flowy, but not black. <laughs> yes. I, I also avoid anything that's trying to look long, younger than you are. Just. She was looking at Bush when she said that. <laughs> Absolutely, directly in the eyeballs. Yeah, she's fair in a place, she was. Wear something that you're comfortable in, you know, that you love, but yeah. Thanks, oh. guys. I, I probably won't leave the house after that, but thanks. <laughs> the voice of youth. The, the voice, voice of, of truth. truth. Thank you, Fashion Jury. You've been very, very helpful. Breaking news. Somebody has stolen the Topic Pot. I can't believe that. Can you believe this? We've had that nigh on a year. And how old was that glass? I mean, we've talked about the jar on many different occasions, but I mean, it must have been... 16th century, Bush. 16th century, <laughs> at least. I can't believe that. So what are we going to do? Well, we, I, I, I can't work without that pot. Me, neither can I. I mean, I don't know how we're going to do this slot. All we've actually got, currently got to work with is uh, a coffee, a, like a cardboard coffee cup. It's a paper cup. cup. Paper cup. It's a paper cup. From our vending machine. I'm we've, not happy, Bush. We've hit hard times. Sorry, I might do a flounce. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a fancy a flounce. Should we flounce off the podcast? I'm going to flounce off it. Has there ever been a podcast flounce, I wonder? I don't know. I don't think anyone has ever flounced off a podcast before. We could be the first to flounce. Come on. I'm not doing this. It's ridiculous. I'm dropping the headphones. Not Bad doing enough. that. Sorry. This is absurd. Mel G here on Magic Now. Ah, oh, this... I've got to say, Bush, I think this might be the most favourite thing of my life at the moment. Bush is red. Letter <laughs> day. Got straight in there. Yeah. Come on, Bush. What day is it? I mean, I know it's Saturday. I know it's a beautiful summer's day. But what actual day is it? So, obviously, you've been talking about how hot it is at the moment, Mel. Roasting hot. Roasting hot. And it's very hard to get cool. We're going to love this one today. Today is International Swimmer Lap Day. Oh, nice. Can I just, at this point, 
do a bit of a name drop and a slight showbiz anecdote. Do you mind? No, go on, go for it. Thanks very much. So I was swimming in our local pool not long ago, just minding my own business, you know. As you do. Doing a bit of the old upsy-downsy, you know, when you go under and breathe out and then come up, goggles, the full world. Little plastic hair cap thing going on, girl. <laughs> plastic cap. There was a guy next door to me, I would say he was probably in his 60s. Yeah. Lapped me six times Ooh. as I did one <laughs> length of the pool. Okay, this is absolutely true. And I thought, God, he's a bit good. Yeah. He's a bit good. Like a torpedo. Got, yeah, exactly. He got out of the pool and I thought, that guy looks quite familiar. Who's that guy? Duncan Ruddy Goodhue. Wow. Was swimming in the same pool as me. That is amazing. Looked exactly the same as he always did in, in the heyday, which was, of course, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah totally. Olympic swimmer Duncan Goodhue. Yes. <laughs> Not a hair on him. Really, completely hairless Not still. Not a hair on him. Because I always wonder whether he might have a hairy chest that might come back nope. after he stopped competing. Nope. Hairless as the hairless as the legs of a post office worker. <laughs> as a ba- oh, sorry, a postman. <laughs> as a baby gerbil. Yes. Hey, so if you are going to get lapped by someone in a swimming pool, at least it'd be Duncan Goodhue. Exactly. You wouldn't feel so bad about yourself, yeah. would you? I was so excited. I tried to sort of wave and everything. He wasn't interested. Anyway, so Swimmer Lap Day. Give me more details, Bush. This is great. Also, as well, please get in touch with us if you've ever been in liquid with a famous person. That's very good. If you get anything in on that, we'll be more than happy. Here are three amazing facts about swimming. First of all, the oldest form of stroke used is the breaststroke. Ah. Secondly, swim fins were invented by Benjamin Franklin, the American president. Swim fins? Have you ever had anyone go past you in a local pool wearing these things? When people wear plastic fins on their hands. Oh. And their legs as well. I've seen people wear those in aquarobics yeah. because you get more of a sort of, you know... Purchase. More of a purchase. No, uh, I didn't know that. Finally, elephants can swim around 20 miles a day. They use their trunks as snorkels. That's absolutely adorable. If I had a mic, I'd drop it right now. That's, that is so cute. Isn't that cool? They're very, very good facts, Bush. Thank um, you. And after the show, I don't know, should we go and do a little, should we go and swim a lap? Let's see if Duncan's still down there. Lovely. Uh, Mel G here on Magic Now. Bush, how's your week been? Hey Mel, thank you for asking. My week has just been hot. I, I, as you mentioned at the start <sighs> of the show, I think everyone's just been kind of wilting in this heat. Oh, man. I mean, come on, you know, like 25 degrees, everyone can have a laugh. But anything above 25, it's a bit ridiculous, isn't it? I think all work should be banned if, yeah. it, if it's over 30 degrees. 100%. How can you work in 30 degrees? Imagine people who are driving vans around in that heat. Roofers. Roofers. Roofers in 30 degrees. People cleaning the streets. Yeah. Teachers. How do you teach a class of 35 kids in 30 degrees? The smell and the inner humidity when loads of children are packed into a classroom is just an awful thing. It's like the um, butterfly enclosure at a local zoo, isn't it? But someone mentioned to me the other day, and this is a great idea, if we're getting these temperatures coming in, why can't we have a daytime siesta, UK siesta? Like, you know when you go abroad and you think, hey, let's kids, let's all go into town, we'll go for a meal, be brilliant in the daytime, and everything's shut. Tumbleweed. Where's everybody gone? Yes. Isn't it? Shops closed Mm -hmm. from sort of midday to five. Because they're all having a kip. Yeah. Because it's too hot. Why can't we have that? If we got, I reckon you get over, what, 29 degrees? The, uh, The UK... Uh, siesta protocol begins. Oh, that's a good idea. And we're all allowed to go to sleep so, on the floor at work. So, so you bring in a sort of roll mat or mattress type mm-hmm. thing, yeah. and everyone just just un- unravels. Yeah, and I'm school a- and school kids as well. 
Anyone can do School it. School kids as well. My little girl, when she was at nursery, they always used to have a, nip, a little nap on the floor at one point during Same. the day. Why yeah, can't we do that. it? Look, if I give it a go right now, let me just let me just see. He's getting down on the floor, everybody. Right, I can't actually oh. see him now. Can you hear that? Mel, that is absolutely gorgeous. Is that? Are you just on the naked floor, or are you lying on something? No, just the naked floor. <laughs> You you have a nice little ziz and I'll carry on with the show on my own, which is exactly what I always wanted to do. <laughs> I've got rid of him, thank goodness. Um, but l- lovely, the brogues, the brogues are up. Um, no, but you're so right, Bush. We've been discussing uh, the kip factor in this uh, oh, hot weather that we've been having. Oh, isn't it hot? Oh, um, sleeping at night is tricky, isn't it? Very tricky. Any tips, Bush? Well, I tried the uh, not have any bedding on me. That didn't kind of work. I, I get scared of leaving the windows open because in case somebody crawls in, even though that's ridiculous, I live in a block of flats, I still get a bit scared of it. Yeah. So that I didn't... I, You've got that cat as well that sometimes roves in. There's the cat that's wandering around that goes up into people's flats or lets itself in. You yeah. get in, it's watching yeah, telly. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be nice. No, good. So I, I am actually looking for some suggestions for keeping cool. Have you ever slept with a fan? Sorry, that came out very... <laughs> That's a bit personal. That came out very wrong, Bush. Well, I get all sorts of letters and stuff, but I've never taken it that far. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Listen, you can try... I'm talking about a fan, an electric fan. Yes. Balance it up on a chair or something or on a nearby stool. Yeah. I know some might say it's a bit of a waste of electricity. It probably is. But do you know what? It makes one heck of a difference. Does it work? You reckon it works? Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, because someone advised me the other day, why don't you wet a blanket and then hang that up near the window? And apparently the uh, the wet blanket cools the air. That's so bleak. Is that bleak? <laughs> it is bleak, isn't I'm it? I'm just picturing a, a, a Bush's wet blanket hanging up at the window. <laughs> that is t- That is awful. Bush's wet blanket sounds like a feature we do not want to approach on this radio show. Do you know what might be quite good? Get a sheet and damp it down. Yeah. Ring it so it's not, you know, all sort of drippy. And then lie sarcophagus-like with the damp sheet over you. Wouldn't that be better than a blanket at the window? I know what you mean, but it's got an undercurrent of undertakers about it. I don't like it. Right, pass me the paper cup. Yeah, sorry about earlier on. We've had a chat with our agent and uh, we're willing to do this bit of the podcast, even though we are working with uh, inferior quality equipment. Maybe we've got some CCTV footage of the felon... Yeah. that might have taken our podcast 16th Century Pot. Maybe if, we should stick some pictures up of the person. Yeah, well, if you see anyone in the Greater London area that is offering you sweets out of a uh, bespoke, old-fashioned uh, 16th Century jar, please yes. let us know about it. With some little intimate questions yeah. inside, along the lines of, you know, crab or haddock. <laughs> That's that a great game. That would oh, be a great game. Crab or haddock. What would you, go, what would you actually go for? Haddock. I'd go for crab. Have you ever eaten a crab before? You actually have to have like the bib and all the do- like Jack the Ripper type materials. Pliers, pliers, and saw. <laughs> Anything where you've got to have a saw. It's like you shouldn't be eating that. It's weird. And you have to suck the claws in a particular way, don't you? Yeah, and there's a thing called a dead man's finger in there as well. What's that? Dead man's fingers are things that are in crabs that they've got to take them out because if you accidentally eat them, you die. What? True. Which part of the crab is that in? I don't know. I think they take it out before you kind of eat it. Bush, is that a real thing? Or it's a just... real, real thing. In GB or in just other parts of the world? GB, ma'am. Dead man's finger. Dead man's Sounds like uh, one of the Pirates of the Caribbean films. <laughs> yes. But apparently it's in a crab. Gosh. Watch out, folks. Stay safe. I met a, a woman once. Her name was Jamanda Haddock. 
Wow. That's pretty strong, isn't it? That is it? a very strong name. Jamanda Haddock. She sounds like, uh, you know when someone mixes the letters of the name up to form an anagram, but also another name? Yes. Rolo yes. Tomasi or whatever from LA Confidential. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Jamanda Haddock. Uh, right, now, oh, ho, 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 this is good. Bush, uh, if you were stranded on a desert island and could only take one board game, oh. what would it be? Now, that is my kind of question. That's great. Yeah, you're king of board, man. Love, I'm very much the king of board. <laughs> I, uh, I, do I take with me? I would take with me a game called Are You a Werewolf? No. It's an amazing game. You have a little card each. You sit around the campfire and play it. So you play with a load of people. We play, we play that every summer, werewolf. Oh, I love it. I didn't know there was an actual... There's a card game version of it. So one person's like a villager, one person's like the, the seer who's Mate, allowed to see what's going on. we play it for days, hours and days on end. There's also a version called Mafia, yes. which is similar to Werewolf. So oh. are you a member of the Mafia? Are you a villager? Da, da, da. Yeah. You have to stand up and give the speeches. <gasps> and it's great to see how people actually behave when yes. they're pushed into a corner with these kind of games and the yeah. deception. Yeah. Normally it's the a... person you least expect to be deceptive is the, is is the, the worst. One. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm always out, like, second. It's really annoying. <laughs> Too honest for your own good. Yeah, or, or, you know, you have to get rid of somebody. Oh, what, I'm people always, pick I always on you? go first, yeah, always. Oh, that's not fair. I know, Bush. Uh, what would be your board game that you bring Othello. in? Othello. I've never played it. <gasps> Is that the one with the white beads and the black beads? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's from the 80s. I think it was invented in the 80s, Othello. It is absolutely brilliant. I love a good 80s board game. Yeah, I think you'd really like Othello, actually. It's, as the tagline on the game used to say, um, a minute to learn, a lifetime to master. Oh, I love that. It's one of those. It's yes. a classic. A minute to learn, a life. It kind of reminds me of, do you remember the game from the 80s called Mastermind? Yes, I love <laughs> Mastermind. That old bloke sat with a woman stood behind him. Do you I know, the really glamorous. Yeah, well, what was that about? Sort of Bond girl-esque, and he looked a bit like, um, oh, who did he look like? Oh, that guy that used to play the piano in a comedy way. <laughs> Oh, what's his name? Oh, ah, no. What was his name? I can't remember. But either way, you opened the game and it was just like sticking little plastic plugs in a block. It yeah. was nothing to do with those two. Yeah, very it was weird. great. It was very strong. Uh, now, it's Mel G on Magic. Right, uh, things are getting a little bit starchy and a little bit intense and a little bit tweedy now. You know what's coming up. It's time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Hey Mel, it's Jenny. If there was a day-to-day -day activity you'd make an actual Olympic sport, what would it be and why? Jenny, my friend, it would be running to and from the recycling area, the recycling booth, the cupboard, whatever you wish to call it. Always, every day, in the box, run, jog, do the jog, out to the side, out, put it in, out. It's, it's honestly, it's an absolute ruddy nightmare, but it does keep you fit. Thank you, Jenny. Next, please. Hi, Mel. It's Harriet. We've just got a new Springer Spaniel puppy and can't agree on a name. Please name him for us. He shall be called Colin Firth. Next. Hey Mel, it's David. Please clarify the rules for who sits in the passenger seat in our family car on long trips. Is it age, who says shotgun first, height or what? We're leaving in an hour, so please make it quick. Oh David, I do sincerely hope that you're not at the wheel on this trip. I don't know if I'd trust you to drive me anywhere. I think you're very much going in the back seat of the boot. You can face the traffic and wave along the M6, lightly towards people. Put somebody in charge, please, at the wheel. And as far as the first person that can say, what was it, shotgun, I've never heard anything so ridiculous in my life. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our little podcast here. More larks, more, more banterous business like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast. 